every woman out there should be an angel investor and every woman that is in an underserved community that needs funding should be reaching out to angel groups where women want to get behind other women. There are solutions to all of this. What does success mean to you? How do we continue to define it as life and career changes up? And how do we remain relevant? I'm Elizabeth Ribbons, your host for Next, a podcast dedicated to spotlighting actions and stories that empower a fluid approach to life, give purpose, and inspire you to reimagine your next. Ready to make a change but not sure where to start? Head over to nextcareerlife.com. Explore your options, get clarity now, and download the free 10 questions. Become a member and connect with the community. Be part of the events. Remember, the magic is in the groups all at nextcareerlife.com. You have that idea for a business. You've done your homework, created it, and are ready to go. How will you fund it, and what are your options? Get the information you need with six ways to fund your business. Funding made simple for female founders. Created by Catherine Gray, producer, author, and founder of She Angels Investors, this digital course can help you ditch the roadblocks and get the information you need to help you realize your goals. Go now to www.sheangelsinvestors.com and find six ways to fund your business. Be sure to use Next Career Life for an extra 20% off. What does it take to be a disruptor, a catalyst for change? How do we find the courage and focus to keep moving forward and to create positive change in the world? Today, we will focus on the what, why, and how affecting change in life and career with my guest, Catherine Gray. She's a producer, author, TEDx speaker, host of the podcast, Invest in Her, and founder of She Angels, Angel Investors. Welcome, Catherine. I'm glad you're here. Thank you, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to be here. I just love your mission and your message about reinventing ourselves at any age because it absolutely is possible. And uh, I, I just love that that's your vision and your message. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I love that you uh, create change in the world. And we're going to talk about that. If you can give me just a brief history of your journey in, in career and life so that the listeners can understand a little bit more about you. Sure, I'd be happy to. So, um, you know, I've always been for the underdog and uh, being a gay woman, uh, I started off um, my filmmaking career. Um, one of the things I did was a documentary called I Can't Marry You. And I had asked Ellen DeGeneres' mom, Betty, to narrate it and it ended up on PBS. And that was really my first big documentary film. And I do believe that it helped us to acquire gay marriage. And I think it is film and television that really helps change the landscape. I think it does that by educating people and by bringing awareness to problems, by giving it a platform to have solutions to the problems and letting people know how they can be part of the solution. So now my big venture is women. We're so underfunded. We get less than 2% of venture capital. That means men get 98%. This is crazy. So many smart women out there aren't getting funded. So how are we going to change that? So I'm working on a documentary film project to bring awareness to this because a lot of people still don't know how underfunded we are. And then talk about the solutions, how the viewers can be part of that solution. Every woman out there should be an angel investor 
and every woman that is in an underserved community that needs funding should be reaching out to angel groups where women want to get behind other women. There are solutions to all of this. I love that. I did not know you were working on a documentary and I'm so excited for this because we need more information. It's not that we can't do it. It's just that we haven't been doing this for very long and we need the information. And you are so right to get the information out there to educate people on what it is, both receiving, both giving uh, and, and being part of. It is so powerful and I, I'm excited about this. So when is that going to be completed, you think, or when do you think you'll be well, I'm shooting for 2022. We're looking for investors in that. And then also um, with my SheAngelInvestors.com site, we have a multimedia platform of helping women. So we have an e-course called Six Ways to Fund Your Business. You know, I've really found that women didn't know how to access funding. And as I learned about this myself... Uh, that there are various ways to get funding out there without using your own money. Uh, I thought, oh, I really want to create a course where people have access to how do they access those funds. And that is anyone, anyone from any social status, anyone at any age can activate these resources to find funding. So the e-course is on my site. It's called Six Ways to Fund Your Business, and anybody can access that. Then, like you, I have a podcast called Invest in Her, and my podcast platform, I have on women who invest in other women, and then also entrepreneur women who are looking for funding. So it's all about my She Angel Investors platform is a multimedia platform about how do we connect the funds to the women that need it. And that's really what I'm trying to create is that community of contacts and resources to put those two together. Oh, oh my gosh. You are a disruptor. You are somebody that just really has courage and comes up with some powerful ways to, to make others aware. Um, you know, in your background, you had a bit of entrepreneurship, then you pivoted into entrepreneur, and now you're a social entrepreneur. I mean, all of these things, I don't think there's any mistakes in life. I think that, that things just sort of stack up as they're supposed to. And, and your, your documentary obviously was a springboard to put you really on the map. Don't you agree? You know, I just think, uh, you know, like I said, film and television is a very powerful medium. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's great to be on the internet, but people have to be seeking out what it is that you're talking about. Uh, it, it, television is a more passive medium. It's something I've been in all my life uh, in advertising and in production. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so it comes into your living room and it gives you uh, a perspective on something maybe that you otherwise hadn't thought about. And so, yes, if you can bring that to people's living rooms and say, hey, folks, women are underfunded, but they have these amazing game-changing ideas that are going to help save the planet, you know, then people are excited about that and they want to know how to participate. And I think that's the key to solving this problem. You know, I did a, a TED talk called Fund Women, Save the World. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Dalai Lama says it is the Western women that will save the planet. And I really do believe I that do so. they do need funding, right? They do. Well, we haven't been in the workforce for very long, you know, uh, compared to men. Uh, we truly were in mass once birth control became available and then women could really work. And then they actually started building businesses. And so for them, it has been slow process, but in the, if you compare the amount of time that 
men have been in the workforce and men have been opening businesses and men have been funding each other. We're really just, just getting started. And I just see so many powerful, exciting, interesting um, game changers out there that are women that really need the funding, really need the help. And, and so helping them to understand when is it time? When is it time to ask for money? When is it time? You know, do you, how do you do this? They, a lot of people, a lot of women would be intimidated to ask to do this. So I think your, your course is going to be a real, a really fantastic um, resource to, to reach out to. But at the same time, can you give some tips? Like when is someone ready to start asking for funding? And then do you offer, I think you have like a mentors, mentors within your foundation, right? So that they could get help in learning when they should ask for, for venture capital and how they go about doing that. That's a, it was a long winded question, but. <laughs> yeah, so it's a good question and it's never the wrong time to start looking for funding, even if it's a seed idea. There are funds out there that do seed investments, mm -hmm. um, but then there's other venture capital that helps scale businesses. And then there's angel groups. There's angel groups out there that are really focused on bringing in women investors that want to invest in women. Uh, one of them would be Golden Seeds or another is Portfolia. But there's more and more popping up. And it's something people should investigate if they, A, are looking for funding or B, if they want to be an investor. Uh, it's a very exciting world to enter into right now because it is changing and things are revolutionary in that arena in that a lot of women are starting their own funds. So I think women are saying, you know what, men aren't funding us and they're the decision makers. So how are we going to move the needle on female funding? Oh, we're going to have to start our own funds. And that, that's what's happening. More and more female founded funds are popping up. Like you said, we are just getting started in this arena. So we're just you know, tapping the surface, but at least a lot of really bold women are out there raising money for their own funds now. You know, there's SoGal Ventures and there's 360 Ventures and there's so many new female founded funds that are popping up that that's very exciting because what I mentioned in my TED talk, if you heard that, uh, the TED talk. I did, I listened fund, to it. Yeah, Fund Women Save the World. Then you know, the issue is that people tend to invest in themselves. So if, if the majority of investors and decision makers at the venture capital firms are white men, yes. that's who they invest in. Mm -hmm. So how do we change the dynamic? More women have to be the decision makers. And one of the ways is to go to an existing fund and work your way up to being a decision maker, which is not an easy path, but women coming out of college with business degrees should be looking into that. But the other side is, starting their own funds. And then women that could be angel investors going to these funds and becoming a part of it. So women can become angel investors by looking for angel groups that can help educate them and train them so that they can learn about this type of investing. Or they could also go to venture capital firms, be partners where those people make the decisions for you where your money is going to be invested. Mm -hmm. So it takes the risk out of it. So the cool thing is, and this is one of the best things people should take away from your podcast today, is that this is an arena of investing that has not really been has not really been exposed to women. And so it's like the best kept secret that we're unveiling now is that 
being an angel investor, not only are you helping other women, which is an important part of your purpose and your legacy, but it's actually a very lucrative investment, can be. Uh, if you get in with the right angel group that knows how to vet them, I'm not saying if you don't know what you're doing, but if you get in with the right angel group or the right venture capital group that they know what they're doing and they know how to vet these uh, companies, you could be putting your money into something that you make way more than you could make in bonds or stocks or real estate. And that's the best kept secret. That's how a lot of people are building a lot of wealth. And that's why more women need to get into that arena. Wow. So that was, that's incredible because um, I think a lot of women don't realize that that's powerful on both ends, that they yeah. can be an investor, be helping um, for something that is really important as well as growing their portfolio portfolio, their financial portfolio. So that's really incredible. And so the mentorship, I, I know that that within your program, there's some type of mentorship where people are coming in and they have an idea and it's a great idea and they're seeing some traction. They come to you and what happens next? Okay. So where the mentorship really comes in is when you align with an angel group or a venture capital group and they get behind you, mm -hmm. Those investors become your mentors because they have a vested interest in your company. They want to see you succeed. So people don't realize getting investors in your company is way more than about the money. It's about the mentorship and the connections and the contacts that they provide to you. That's why you want to get other people involved. Even if you could finance your own company, the reason that you would want to get money from other people is for their expertise, their contacts, and, and their mentorship. So great question. Oh, my gosh. Well, one of the great things about being a seasoned professional um, are our networks. I always say that to women because they start, you know, after 40 something years old, they're not making as much money in corporate and um, they are starting to think about becoming entrepreneurs. And statistics and studies are showing that the most successful entrepreneurs right now are women who are 42 and above because they yeah. are they are seasoned they're, they're they have wisdom and they're they have more time and they're also accessing their networks and networks are super important to leverage so that we can get that knowledge and sort of crowd fund that knowledge and i and again i think women think we have to do it alone that is not how men have done it and i think we have to just understand that we got to connect with each other and leverage those networks, help and also receive help. And I think that's the key is women are like, I don't know how to do that, but. Right. You're help. right. That's a hard thing women have is, is receiving help, you know, uh, but a woman just shared something with me. And since your show is about women doing something, you know, uh, in the latter part of their life, sometimes as reinventing themselves, this woman who's an investor shared with me that she turned 50 and thought, well, now what am I going to do with my life to be relevant? And that's when she entered in this angel investing world and just started going to angel groups and learning about it and pitch fests and becoming part of that. And she said she realized it was such a magnificent world to be a part of, and she was going to make a lot of money from it too, yes. which was just a perk. But really, she was wanting to get involved in helping other women and mentoring them and uh, sharing her connections with them. And it gave her a whole new life and a whole new a community of people because when you enter into this investment world, you also are meeting other successful dynamic women. And so it's really um, 
democratizing uh, funding by having more women because now more people can get funded uh, and, and more women can get funded. And the beautiful thing is you have these super successful women who are realizing that they can do something more than, um, you know, just have a, a, a charity or, or something like that. They can literally um, help finance women while they can be investing in the underserved community of women that wouldn't uh, have the opportunity to get this funding and then lift them into a new level of wealth as well. And so it really helps both spectrums, wealthy people who, wealthy women who can invest and then underserved communities that need that funding to lift their self up and have more generational wealth. It's a win-win in bringing those two entities together. That is what you just said was so powerful because it all it takes is, is going in and connecting, connecting in these groups and beginning there and then saying, wait, I do have an idea or I have, you know, I do, I can be an investor and, and starting out just the, the story that you, you just told about the woman. This is where I think my listeners probably aren't sure how to start. And you just gave them that answer that, that all it takes is just widening your circles, being out there, asking questions, learning, and then realizing where you fit into that because we all fit right. into it. And I truly believe in the Dalai Lama's comment about how the Western woman is going to save the world. I think it's this age group, the 40 and above, because they're and not that the younger ones aren't, they're, they're doers. They certainly are doers. But I feel that we have more available, more tools, resources, and things available. And so when I was coming up, it was working hard. And if there was a woman above me, she probably, you know, wasn't so interested in handing me her hand and, and pulling me up. I was a, a threat. So now I don't see that at all. I see where women just really want to get behind other women and support them. And that is exciting. So you have, yeah, I think there's still some women out there like that, unfortunately, <laughs> but I do agree with you that I think more and more women are getting that we need to have like an old boys club, but I always say nobody wants to belong to the old girls club. So I call it the bold girls club. <laughs> yeah. We want to, we want to have the bold girls club. I, I like, like that. I like that. That's really good. The bold girls club. That yeah. is so true. And, and, and um, yeah, you're right. I, but I'm saying a change because it really was the other way, way back when. And so um, this is exciting. And uh, so entering and being part of your network, the She and Angels Foundation, is that something that people can, can be part of, right? Yes. So we have uh, uh, She Angel Investors. I uh, have all the uh, information on my site, uh, sheangelinvestors.com, to help for-profit women that need funding. That's what my course is. Um, I created it to make it affordable and simple and easy to understand and provide the resources of how to get started on any one of the six ways that you want to get funded. So it's called Six Ways to Fund Your Business. Mm -hmm. On the nonprofit side, um, I started a foundation with my co-founder, Catherine Curry-Williams. It's called She Angels Foundation, sheangelsfoundation.org. Mm -hmm. And that is to help female founded nonprofits that are helping women because um, the charity world is the same, less than 2% uh, or about 2.6% uh, of charitable giving goes to women and girls initiatives. So when you become a member of sheangelsfoundation.org, your money, your membership goes to these grants. 
and it's tax deductible. And then as a result, a perk of being a member, you get to come to our salons for free and meet other powerful, altruistic, smart, amazing women. Mm -hmm. And I just have people tell me all the time how much they love our events. They come, it's free food and entertainment and networking and fun. And you get to do that just as being a, a, a member for your tax deductible donation at sheangelsfoundation.org when you become a member. Um, so yeah, I'm just really uh, trying to um, get funding in both arenas, nonprofit and for-profit. We need help in both those arenas. Every woman should be looking at how they can be a part of the solution in both nonprofit and for-profit. Women tend to have no problem giving to a nonprofit. Women are what has supported the entire nonprofit community for the most part. It is mm -hmm. basically women. What we have to do is step out of our comfort zone and learn about how to become an angel investor, which can also build tremendous wealth for women while at the same time being super exciting because you're putting yourself in an arena of meeting women who are creating innovative, game-changing ideas, and you're meeting other women that are investing in them. So what an exciting opportunity it is in 2022 for women to step their toe into this new venture capital world and angel investing world. Oh, I think the the I'm an optimist, but I do think that the future is exciting. And I just want to say your, your documentary, uh, Why Can't I Marry You, you know, that made a real influence and a real impact um, on, on, on that issue. And now what, and, and so there you did that. And then what, what gave you the inspiration or the fortitude to decide to, to really put this together? How long have you been working on this? And when, when did you get that light bulb moment and say, I'm going to do this? Well, uh, uh, on, on that film or the, or what I'm doing now? No, you, you did that. And that was yeah, yeah. groundbreaking and pretty incredible. And that now you're doing this, which is groundbreaking and pretty incredible. When did you come up with this idea? What made you, like, what was that well, moment? Sure. A few years ago, I was putting on a conference, um, which by the way, you would love. It, it had a panel called uh, Forever Young, which was women in their 80s and 90s who were still rocking it. You know, they're speaking and writing books and working. It was amazing. Everybody told me it was their favorite uh, part of the conference. But um, I did a, a, an offshoot of the conference called uh, She Angels Pitch Fest uh, to help women get funding because I started to realize uh, how underfunded we were and how people weren't aware of it. So I, I asked some really successful women if they would uh, put up some funds to invest in these female entrepreneurs who were going to pitch them. Mm -hmm. And then I filmed that. I made it into a series. It's on YouTube called She Angel Series. And we followed their journeys of how having funding and mentorship absolutely helps the outcome of one's success. Uh -huh. So uh, in doing that, I've just continued on that path because I feel like it doesn't matter uh, what ethnicity you are, what sexuality you are, what age you are. We as women need to come together and lift each other up. And the most important thing that we have to focus on is this underfunding issue. And so those that can participate in the funding need to step up and do that. And those who need the funding need ways to connect with them. And that's what I try to do. I try to put those together. Oh, now more than ever, women need to really see that we are stronger together, better together, and that we will 
have to get behind each other to support each other. Yeah. To do what we're wanting to do in this world. To really right. And with my class called Six Ways to Fund Your Business, we talk about six different ways you can get funding. And then it helps you to hone in on which way is best for you. And then once you complete the course, you can always reach out to me and I can try to connect you to the right people. We do give the list of resources to uh, the people that uh, take the course so you know once you select which of the six ways is the best way for you to get funding, mm -hmm. then you know the, the path of where to go and who to contact to get there. So I tried to make it really simple. I have people ask me every week, Catherine, how do I get funding? Where do I begin? How do I start? I feel like it's overwhelming. Most people just have this great idea, but they don't know how to execute it. And so funding is the key to executing it. And that's where they have to begin. That is powerful because I think a lot of my listeners go, okay, that's the answer right there. This is where I need to start because they don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. And you've created this, this course that will help them get some clarity and then have some direction, which is key. It's really key. Well, like I said, you have a lot of courage. I, I would say you, Catherine, have pluck. I mean, you just go out there and you do it. And I just want to know, uh, you know, like I said, when, when you decided to do the She Angels and you were working on that, you just listened to yourself. You just listened to your gut, right? I mean, yes. how do you, how, were you always this way? How did you develop this courage? Because I'm sure a lot of people go, how does she just do that? You just go do it. Like, how you know, did you I've, do that? Uh, I've just studied with a lot of thought leaders, uh, everyone from Marianne Williamson to Brendan Bouchard to Andrea Quinn. And I follow, mm -hmm. I think one thing is some people will listen to these thought leaders, but they don't actually implement it. And so I, I kind of talk about sometimes when I speak at different events about the seven things that I implemented into my daily life mm -hmm. that have helped me to be able to, what I feel is download what it is I'm meant to be doing. And, you know, s some of those things uh, just off the top of my head, you know, a lot of people probably do this and, or they know they should do it. And that is to meditate in the morning uh, just because it gives you the peace of mind to get the download because otherwise we're all in chatter world, you know, and who could get a download if your mind is on chatter. So one of the things I learned from Brenda Bouchard is never get up and pick up your phone because it will hijack you always get up and meditate first. Um, and then also I'm a big proponent of lists, you know, the night before to write down what it is I'm doing the next day um, because it makes you more productive um, and you have a focus, you get up and you say, oh, this is my map for today. You don't have to think, oh, who was I supposed to call today? What was I doing? You know, it's just clear. And then, you know, sharing uh, what it is you're trying to achieve with trusted confidence, not with just anybody, but with people who really fuel you and are cheering you on. Yeah. That really does help to manifest things. Mm -hmm. And so those are some, some of the things I do on a daily basis. I always say also every day, do something for someone else. I think that it's imperative to always be thinking what you could do to connect someone to someone else that it's going to help them because the best way to be successful is to help other people be successful. So this is um, something I'm a big fan of. Oh, I, I love all of that. And I, I do like that, you know, you, you do meditate. I, I do as well. I think it's a lifesaver for me. Um, and I can't say enough about it. I, I started meditating back in my 20s because I was so busy building my life that I thought if I don't go inside, I'm going to blow up because it was just so much going on. So it's, yeah. it's a real life. It's a 
very big life uh, practice and routine for me. I think it's super important. And, and I like that you listen to the logical as well as the intuitive. I think a lot of us have listened to too much of the noise. We got to bring back the intuitive. And I think women especially uh, will continue to support that and keep bringing that up and saying the intuitive, listen to the intuitive because we need that balance. We, we really do. Logical is good. But too much logical, I think, causes people a lot of anxiety, like you're saying, the noise and all of that. And one of the pluses is women tend to be more intuitive, so they should tap into that uh, superpower. Yes, it is a superpower, and I think that we can we can um, emulate that and show other people this is how I'm I'm living. Of course, I have a logical mind, but I also am listening to my intuitive, and yes. that's what leads me and guides me. And I think that's a great a routine to have. And so, thank you for sharing those with me. And again, you know. Uh, you know, go ahead and take a look at, at all the notes in, in the notes because you have your, your course, you have the, the uh, sheangels.org and you have a lot of things that people can get involved with and start learning. I have really appreciated you. Oh, and don't miss your podcast, which is Invest in Her because I think people can get a lot from that as well. Thank you thank so you. much today for your time, Catherine, and you are just a dynamo and thank you so much for doing what you're doing. And thank uh, you. Back at you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Enjoying the show? Find the notes at www.elizabethribbons.com. That's ribbons with one B. Or on your preferred podcast platform. Please be sure to follow, rate, and review. Reviews and word of mouth are still the number one way to learn about new podcasts. So I appreciate your support. Until next time.